Nick, I need oh, you to watch um, fucking WandaVision so I can complain to you about it. Maybe that I, I'm gonna put yes. that on the poll as an option. <laughs> Why? Uh, okay, I haven't heard anything from people with good taste about WandaVision, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know if it's actually good or if everyone. I else like just the show, it's good. but I don't like Scarlet Witch's powers. That's the only thing that I don't like about. Okay, well that's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then you have a different yeah. problem. That's not a problem with WandaVision. Well, it is. Well, actually. she's in Nobody it. Nobody knows yeah. what, she's what in the show. Wanda's powers are. And her, she, oh, yeah, really? her powers being really big is, is the main thrust of I used, what the show is. I used to is. talk about how how much I hated Scarlet Witch it all the time. It seeped into my brain. Uh, Cam, yeah. you remember that, right? <laughs> it's absolutely. It's all I think about. I'm, okay, so when I was a kid and, and they did the whole series with her on um, X-Men Evolution, they did like a whole event yeah. with her, I thought oh, she yeah. was the coolest fucking thing in the world. I was like, wow, no, this I, got dark. Oh, my God, this is I'm badass. I'm going to have to watch that, actually, because um, I almost put on X-Men know. Evolution, because I was like, I don't want to watch the X-Men 90s oh, show. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's I'll good. watch X-Men Evolution instead. Yeah, the X-Men 90s show does not hold up very well, except in extremely still yeah. shots. And, and when, um, when and Wolverine gives song. Cyclops a convertible. That's a good part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wolverine and the X-Men is a good show. That came later. That oh, came right. in, like, Those the 2010s. That's also on Disney+. Plus. Yes. X-Men Evolution came out when you were a kid and we had Toys of It Cam, so you will probably oh, want yeah. to watch that one. It's also Cyclops the one where and... Seb is gay for Rogue in that in show. In the show, Seb yeah. is gay for Rogue. Wow. I'm also yes. gay for Mystique. It, uh, not... <laughs> well, I mean, everyone's gay for Mystique. Mystique I'm gay for Mystique, in, and I'm straight for I'm Mystique as well. Which one? You're which really? Not? Have you seen the design of Mystique from that show? Which she wears like a skull choker. It's yeah. super hot. She can also cool look one. like any woman you want, so or any man, or any anything you can want. Can she look so. like the green M&M? I don't think I know anything about (laughs) X-Men. Welcome to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It, the show where we do something different every single week. Uh, this is the show, this is the episode where we do Gargoyles, the uh, Disney animation, uh, Disney TV animation series, uh, ran for a while in the 90s, and uh, this episode was sparked specifically because of a VHS ad, which is how you know that advertising works. Now, um... I've never been too fond of the, the human trend of giving everything names, so I've, uh, but I've decided uh, to cave and give us all names for this episode. Uh, names so generously donated by, uh, by one of my co-hosts. Um, I am Javits. So I'll be hosting the show. Nick. I don't get it. Uh, oh, wait, I get it. We've got... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have the, uh, the originator of this episode, Moma, or Seb. Yeah, I'm 
the mama, um, the or the mama of the show. I oh, guess. Um, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> very modern, also. Um, and if you visit once, I will send you mail um, every fucking month for like five years, asking you to sign up for a membership. Did you sign up yet? So, we've no. all. No. <laughs> we've also got. Hell's Kitchen, Cam. I'd like to be referred to as Cam's Kitchen. For sure. (laughs) Hell, for sure. We've also got Hell, Cam. Hello. Kitchen. I was thinking that or Pizza Rat. We also... (laughs) And, of course, named for the Museum of Ice Cream in NYC, uh, we have Ice, Ice. who... Alex, who I will be about 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 later in the episode. That's a bit of a snooze. Ice Cream Museum? (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to look for something Famous landmark um, in New York, Ice Cream. Ice cream museum. <laughs> I was looking like around. I was like, hmm, no, wait, hold on. Alex should be famous. Ooh, right all right. Yeah. Ooh, original. Okay. Famous and, raise. Uh, famous um, raise. Original, ri- original raise. <laughs> the Alex. maps just like popped up this this pin for some reason. It, it was like Museum of Ice Cream NYC. And I was like, okay, that's very specific. That's so, nice. yeah. So in the, so in the show, all of them named themselves after like New York things. Right, so that was the that was the genesis. Which, right, except like for Goliath places. and Demonema, because I they already love had names. that they yeah. named themselves after New York things. I, I was a huge fan of that. Yeah, they're all they're cool. all street names, um, except for well, Bronx. Uh, the dog. No, there's no was Bronx and Broad, uh, well, no Broadway's a street. Bronx and Hudson are not right. uh, street names, they're, but they're still locations. Yeah. Hudson's New the York right. Bur- Bronx is Bronx is the borough. I was joking that they were going to name all just be boroughs, right? I'm Staten Island. I'm fucking Queens. Yeah. Yeah, there's enough of of them for that. There's Brooklyn and Bronx, so you have two boroughs right there. Manhattan can be a name. You could have done it. I'm glad they... Manhattan could be a name. I think what they went with was good. Yeah. I'm tired of these gargoyles. I'm tired of getting caught up in the tangle of their lives. (laughs) Oh, doctor, man. (laughs) I was like, "What the fuck is he? Why did he bring up Oxford again?" I'm tired. Of I'm tired of turning into stone when the sun comes up. Hmm. Yeah, I bet you. What happens on Mars? I wonder. Vibe check. Um, Yo, well, the sun still well, like comes all up. All great on Disney Mars, properties. So. It's different though. Yeah. Yeah. They probably get more time. Yeah. So they just have a longer yeah. night and yeah, day cycle. Well, I was trying. I was I, now. I do believe we could have an entire first segment just discussing I, the. Rules I was trying to figure works. out I if they could just could have like that. a parasol and not be turned to stone. Like, is it true? It's not the sunlight it's hitting them; it's the thing. sun rising. Yeah. Because even if they're it inside, they still bad. turn to stone. Yeah. What? Yeah. It seems bad no, it for seems them. Bad or bad for don't them. Like I don't the like the it. The lore works. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think All they right, like it either. It seems like it's just mm. their existence. But uh, in the premise of the show, the titular gargoyles uh, awaken as when the sun sets every night and they uh, uh, turn to stone again uh, as soon as the sun rises. Yep. And their and, powers um, are mostly, they are super strong and they can glide. They can't fly, but they can they, Whatever you could they, imagine. They have the power gargoyle of an average gargoyle. Could, except they can't breathe fire. <laughs> as strong yeah. as your gargoyle. Yeah. All the powers of the gargoyle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have any, any but, other uh, specific, really, powers. Hmm. Like, magic. Yeah, they do anything. that swooping bullshit that knocks off two hits of armor. Yeah, and I, oh, you know, boy. Mind. Uh, I will air my gargoyle-based grievances another time. Uh, I guess, I, actually, maybe this is the Why episode not? for it. No, never mind. Well, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, statues that we think also uh, come to life behind everyone's backs. 
uh, or what would be the best one to do that yeah, because that's what Seb wanted do. to do. Yeah, Seb, what I want you to give do. us a template of what the fuck to work with. Okay. Tell us um, what you want <laughs> this segment to be. All right. So let's take the big blue bug. Oh, right? good example. If that Wait. thing came to It life. doesn't have to be made out of stone or anything. No, it's, it's, it's just it can just be like, a statue. It can just be... It can just be like the the advertising episode of The Simpsons where just all the ads come and kill people. Good yeah. episode. Yeah. So you know, take the big blue bug. Blue bug. If it came to life, what do you think its powers I, would be, or would that be a good idea? Or I think know, it would be a good like, idea if um, it came to life. Okay. Well, then that. Well, then it would be. Could, it, do, it's like an ironic your, punishment thing, right? Because then the first, exterminator so. would have yeah, to exterminate the their own mascot. If it came to life, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they would have to exterminate it. Um, but it would be able to... It's kind of... It's like a grasshopper type thing, right? Yeah, it's right? a locust of some kind. It's like a locust. So it would eat all the crops. It only the blue crops. ones, I think. Um, well, in Rhode Island... Only the blue crops. I guess that's why it's in blue. In Providence, there aren't really crops. any crops, but there is a giant pile of recycling near it and two strip clubs. It would eat that all would be recycling. <laughs> There's um, three adult stores and a diner and then a recycling plant on that street, I believe. And then my school. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, actually, outside of the entrance to my school, there was a convenience store with a giant chicken statue. That ah. could oh, out. shit. Yeah. Or um, all of our... You uh, would all have all the powers of a regular chicken. Yeah. The Southeastern <laughs> Connecticut whale statues. Yeah, I was going, that the, was going to uh, be my pick statues. was the... Uh, in the area we live in, there are whales statues around. So would the whales just die (laughs) because they're not in the water? They've never (laughs) No, they're not. Magic. They're magic. magic. But, like, the the gargoyles are still gargoyles. But do they need to eat and breathe? Well, one of them loves to eat. They can. Famously. One of them loves to eat, but I don't think they have to. Like, Goliath never eats. I don't know. I but like having like a, a whale out of the water would be bad if it came to life. I think no. Um, it, it was it never flops, in the water. I guess. Um, or it can float in the air. Um, I mean, same with the submarine statues. But yeah, um, they can't breathe without water. But yeah, I mean, if we're following yeah, the logic that it would have all of the powers of a normal whale, it would not yeah. survive. So they come alive and. Um, they can breathe on land. They are yeah, mammals. But they, they would be beached. Air. They would um, not be able to move. They'd be beached. So they'd kind of flop around for a while and suffer, and then they'd turn back into stone, and that would end their suffering. For, for one day! horrible <laughs> One, one day! And then they have to do it again. Um, I think the Statue of Liberty should come to life. Yeah, I think it's a classic Ghostbusters, out. too. Yeah. You'd have to control I've it with the NES Advantage. Things where that happened. It could hang out with that the Chicago Doctor Who, Bean. And that was weird. Ooh, the Bean would be pretty good. <laughs> what what <laughs> can the Bean do? The Bean doesn't roll have around. <laughs> they can hang out. They can get a pizza together. All right. My pitch is uh, I really hope, and this even stays in New York, I want the Wall Street Bull to come to life because I'm mm. going to kill it. Symbolically, of course. Or does it kill? I'm going to send the hedge fund banker. No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, unleash it on Bank Street, right? The reason it's turned to stone is it was cursed by. That's a stock market crash. um, I'd like to see in the 19th century. Yeah, Um, (laughs) a bull in a stock shop. Yeah, I know. I I was trying to go there, but it you know it doesn't doesn't really work. 
Um, I want to see those balls so, of flesh. <laughs> a bull in Chinatown. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, All right, now we're on the New York Stock title Exchange. Of a, uh, um, magic, it, um, what is it? Magic? Title of an episode of Gargoyles. No, what was that book <laughs> oh, series? That's why, okay, wait, 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 guys, guys, guys. That's why they have to Ninjas close the stock time. exchange at night. That's why it doesn't, you know. Oh, you're talking about Magic Treehouse Tree Camp. Yeah. Bull in a Chinatown. Yeah. That's, That's why my pitch. it's only Sorry, open during so. the day because the bull comes alive at night and then it kills investors okay. if they're still on I the like floor. That. Yeah. Yeah. What about the giant Jesus statue in Brazil? What would he do besides T-Pose? <laughs> I think he'd just chill. <laughs> He's chill. I think he'd finally give me that hug he's been offering. <laughs> Nick, if the Jesus <laughs> statue in Brazil hugged you, he's you just would free die, hugs. Dude. <laughs> uh, that's one. There's more than one way to be saved, man. <laughs> All right, who are you betting money on? The Jesus statue in Brazil versus um, the Chrysler building <laughs> is alive. <laughs> Versus Whoa. the whole building? Yeah. Does the, the building also come to life? <laughs> That's such a difference in scale. Why, I dare say it's almost as mismatched as King oh, Kong versus Godzilla. So, who do you pick? It's the size difference is too extreme. So you think the building would uh, kill the, Jesus? I think... <laughs> no, I, I yes, think... Yes, I, I think I think Jesus the, the would kill the Chrysler building with kindness. He would turn the other cheek. <laughs> He's a pushover. <laughs> All right, I think that the Colossus of Rhodes should come back to life and I settle this. We should, you should dredge up the pieces uh, at the bottom of the ocean of that once great wonder of the world and just put it back together so it can fight the giant Jesus statue. Ooh, let me get the Venus to Milo. She'd come back to life and then not be able to do anything because she does not have arms. <laughs> or a head. And it's also very small. <laughs> yeah. All right, the Chicago Bean She's right, walking versus... around headless. Do you think that the Sphinx can no. stand on two legs? It has wow. to scoot. No? no you don't think so? Yeah, no, no. It, it can kind of like, it can stand on two legs, but it can't walk on two legs. You know, like yeah. a cat kind of looking at Or it's stuff. like Bowser's you know? crouching movement mm. in Super Smash Bros. for all. <laughs> Where it just vibrates and moves along the ground. Man, that's, that's fucked up. He's like why gliding he on that? his claws. Why did they think? Why? Yeah. Why did they do that? I don't know why they did that. Bowser has I moved love around it. a lot I think in plenty good. of other games that they could have done. I don't get it. I, I don't like it because it takes forever. Like, it looks like it should be fast, but it just, like, it's the slowest thing imaginable. It's, it's like a Zamboni. What if a Zamboni came to life? It is. <laughs> what if a Zamboni came? Now we're just getting into cars, which we have a, a while before we need to talk about that. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the Gundam in Japan. Like that Yeah, I think that's that's an you. obvious play, pick, I think. No, right. that's a real mech. It's not a statue. But it is yeah. not. It's a statue. It's not real. No, it's a real mech. Yeah, no one's piloting it. Otherwise, you can't convince me. Why would they build it if it's it was a giant just a robot? Build a statue. It's a giant robot. All you have to do is say that Camille's a girl's name, and it'll just get pissed off and run at you. you just, I like Steph's idea that it works, but nobody's used it yet. Oh, nobody's gotten inside. <laughs> Out of respect. Yeah, the right person hasn't gone into the uh, cockpit yet. All right, that's that's the call to any new types out there. You want to get in that Gundam? It's new time. Type of guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure someone, uh, some Gundam fan has already made that. I'm going to search Twitter right now to find that. I'm going to cut this out of the episode because I'm mm. curious now. Um, Is the giant Gundam alive? No, I'm pretty sure it's a real mech. It, you, you can't get it. Seb, you were talking about a Bart Simpson statue somewhere? There is a bust of Bart Simpson in front of the Fox building in New York. Mm. So it can only harm me emotionally unless I fell into its mouth or something. Because it has no arms. Yes. 
Yeah, it's just a bust. In um. Uh, somebody somebody made it their name. Sorry. A little uh, insider info for all you Disney heads out there. When I worked there, you had to go to a building to fill out paperwork called casting. The casting building. And, like, there was statues of a bunch of Disney characters in the lobby. And all the doorknobs were the doorknob from Alice in Wonderland, I think. Alice in Wonderland. Which was really cool. But one of the statues was Roger Rabbit. I can't remember any of the other statues. But they were all really small. So they could come to life and do, like, a little gremlins type situation it would basically just be roger rabbit wouldn't it (laughs) man all the theme parks i fucked up shit going on i mean walt would uh walt would like come to life uh at the disney statue he'd walk right he'd walk right down him and mickey would walk right down and he'd be like can somebody (laughs) somebody get me a smoke (laughs) oh he swings with mickey like a weapon and you have to roll you have to dodge through it not away from it because it's got a wider swing than it looks like did someone any, make any of you this guys game. ever go to that weird fairy tale village like on the other side yeah, of the state yeah i think we did yes i know the one you're talking that about that would be a really creepy place for like Ooh, hello, all, all, the, alive. all the ronald lord mcdonald's of. would get up off their benches too oh dear lord <laughs> those would act like oh, terminators God. for sure <laughs> yes just be lighting for any i don't know <laughs> burger king mascot yeah i guess so <laughs> who would ronald mcdonald kill I, I think he would just force feed you burgers till you died. Walt Disney. Mm. The Burger King? <laughs> they have a falling out. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's not a lot of physical Burger Kings out there. Like, Yeah. I was going to say... Um, hmm. Maybe he would fight like statues of like Grimace. And the well, no, those are his friends. Who is poor? Yeah, he likes No. Them. They're his employees. Maybe they're his friends in the sense that he just likes to scrap with people now. And oh, yeah, like how right. Goku and Vegeta are friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, does anyone have any I mean, statues around them steal. that would kill Bur- them? Uh, yeah, I, would a, this lamp came to life? It would be pretty fucked up, dude. Well, I'm in my room, so there is a cuphead, or no, mug, mug man figurine looking yeah. directly at me. A couple me. anime titty sketch statues. Uh, I, I do have, um, up uh, over in the corner, you can't see it from here, but I do have a, a Bowser that is like the size of my head. Like he's just oh like no! Actually, I do have an uh, action figure of the um, Gremlin from that Twilight Zone episode, <laughs> right next to me. Now, oh, now no. we're just getting into Toy yeah, Story territory. I, I feel yeah, like that's, that's I, different. Once you go to toys, that's Toy Story. All that's right, not. Well, I've, it's I've gotta named be statuary. ten statues. You guys go ahead and name some more. <laughs> I ran out of material. It'd be very cute. If um, the dragon I bought for like my porch it was alive. He's very cute. I just I think every uh, he could sleep in my bed. That's fine. I've heard they're warm. I. I they may, there's a bunch of Christopher Columbus statues that I'm going to fuck up, and I'm going to become the bad guy of the Now they fight back. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm looking for. Back. Um, I'm going to beat him in a fair fight to truly destroy them. The challenge. I don't know. Maybe you should like round them up and put them like in the middle of that shelf looks pretty know, crooked, like, dog. The Navajo reservation or something, no, and then they not. can beat him up. <laughs> wow, that but is just that is absolutely ready to kill you at I'm any opportunity, regardless of whether it comes to life or not. No, it's. So in our next segment, we'll talk no, about uh, the, the show Gargoyles. See you there. Absolutely. <laughs> Are we really just doing that? Okay. All right. No, I'm not going to let him. <laughs> we are going to take a brief break, and then we will return to talk about the Disney afternoon show Gargoyles. Excellent.
It is an age of darkness. Superstition and the sword rule. It is an age of fear. It is the age of gargoyles. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Um, where we have conversations that cannot possibly include, be included in the episode as soon as we you say it's break time. In, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> put that in. Anyway, we are talking Gargoyles this week. Now, Gargoyles is a, uh, a mid-90s uh, Disney television series. Uh, originally uh, produced by Walt Disney Television uh, by uh, Greg Wiseman, the uh, show creator with Frank Poore, uh, and a really incredible voice cast that I will get definitely be getting into in a bit. But um, this show is Greg Wiseman's baby. Now, if you are not familiar with Greg Wiseman, he, he's well, been doing animation uh, for you know, a long time. More famously, he was one of the three wise men, right, that visited Jesus? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, he did. Uh, he did Gargoyles. Uh, he did Spectacular Ooh. Spider-Man. He did Young Ooh. Justice. Uh, he did a show called Max Steel that I've never seen before, and uh, uh, he did is Star that, Wars that, Rebels. That what, so, oh, the, oh and um, and he did the Bionicle. Uh, is that what Bionicle people mean when they when they said well. stop the steel? 
Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. This only ran from oh, 2000 it was, to it was before it started. You definitely did. stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but Greg Wiseman, uh, he's just a he's a guy who, as a creative lead on animation, uh, just would go super deep on it. Like uh, if you've ever met a guy who or anyone who is like a, a dungeon master who you're like, uh, I want to talk to. Uh, this weird guy, Snortlekiss, at the bar, and it's like, all right, and he opens up his notebook, and he has 500 pages of backstory on this guy with a long nose at a bar. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of guy that Greg Wiseman is. He has extensive backstories uh, for every character on every show he's made, and uh, which is not, of course, to say that the uh, rest of the talent didn't matter. Uh, this This was a sort of confluence of events that just led to... Um, just led to the perfect storm in terms of this show getting made with the perfect people and the the perfect voice cast. And uh, from the animation side, uh, Batman the Animated Series was in between seasons and the contracts uh. weren't renewed yet. So a lot of these people on the animation and design side were poached from Batman the Animated Series and you can tell so Absolutely. much. See, this is, this is around when they were going to rebrand as the new Batman Adventures. Oh, really? If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So, yes, in between Batman the Animated Series and New Batman Adventures, uh, Disney, because they're Disney, was able to snap up a bunch of uh, art designers for Batman the Animated Series to get them to work okay. on Gargoyles, another dark action, action show that was had a lot of pedigree and a lot of money behind it. Because, the you know, every, every award and all the money in the world were won by WB with uh, Batman the Animated Series. It was not... It was a trend that unfortunately only continued basically until Pokemon got localized. Mm-hmm. But there was a, a there was a time in American animation where the solution to making the most money was spending the most money, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was a brief period that produced some of the most gorgeous looking things that uh, have ever come yeah, out of this all country. I could, but the, all that I ship has sailed. The show was that it was um, Disney's answer to Batman the animated series, and it, it really shows in that first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can all those medieval knights that fight watching it. in Batman. Yeah, you can. Well, yeah. the animation style. I mean, <laughs> no, and, no, I know. Having a dark. Yeah, and it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not like a Disney's answer as like a knockoff because this is actually very. Yeah, it's good. not Big O. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. wow. Ouch. Um, but yeah, you can but, see yeah. you can see why this was made very obviously and. It feels very Batman the Animated Series, at least you know before mm-hmm. New Batman Adventures. And well, I think it's not it still just has Batman. That I think Disney aesthetic yeah, to it. It's got mm-hmm. the yeah. '90s edge to it as mm-hmm. well. Like everything at that point was just. I was very and shocked, and they learned from Beauty and the Beast that people want a hot monster boyfriend. So <laughs> oh, yeah. they had the whole gargoyle. Uh, totally they had Goliath yeah. and uh, Elisa. I did. I did. I was shocked when I saw blood in the in the first episode. Oh yeah, and they yeah. They this show was a little bit of a guns, pedigree. I'm yeah. pretty sure the first episode episode aired on primetime, like Batman did. They say the word suicide. Oh yeah, there's so many guns um, in the show. Like everyone has an SMG. There are a lot of guns, it's and they crazy. actually shoot bullets. Yeah, something very funny is that after the uh, first uh, five episodes that were made as a movie, like a lot of the Disney Afternoon stuff at the time was, where they would go, okay, first three to five episodes sets up our story, and uh, we're going to sell it as a VHS, and that's mm-hmm. one story. So um, they the rules are a little different and the budget's a little bigger. Um, so uh, in this one, 
after that, after the, that series of episodes, something I noticed before I get into my impressions uh, is that they don't, the gargoyles do not punch anyone on screen. <laughs> That's like a, it seems like a very specific, uh, deliberate, avoided, avoided thing Dude. Uh, to kind of get around. But like tail whipping is okay because a child can't tail whip his they brother. They do tail yeah, whip quite so, a lot. Yeah. Though, I think this is a really cool um, Elisa does, I don't know if she punches people on screen, but she definitely like does some martial arts moves at people on screen. For some reason, kicks are okay yeah, with kicks. Uh, sensors. So I don't does, know what's up you know, with that. It's like whatever, kids cannot imitate a kick. They can't get their like, leg in the air or whatever. Move is that I'm attempting to... Oh, the double you know, fist, the, the shot. Dra- yeah, the yeah. Dragon Ball. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the double axe yeah. handle? <laughs> she does that. She tackles people. And she shoots guns. Um, so, all right. I'm sorry. So, I, ha- I have to air this now anyway, just the, because I remembered it. Um, in one of these episodes, uh, she is fighting back. She grabs one of their guns. Uh, she shoots it, and then like uh, she opens it up to reload it. It is a one-shot gun, which it just looks so funny that it, it's just like a normal-looking pistol, but it like has a chamber that opens up where you load one bullet to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, the classic one-shot Derringer it's that all so cops funny. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so th- this show. Um, I'm going to let Seb do a little bit of the, the premise. Okay. Uh, you don't have to go through like the uh, yeah, entire it's, it's, first uh, episode. I just want you to it's tell It's out us there. I, I think the it's worth are. explaining some yeah. of this because like, I had no experience yes. with this before uh, because, this, and I was truly okay. right. baffled by where, where they go we, here. And we are definitely underselling it by comparing it to Batman because the only similarities are like visually and in the yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. But like the, in premise, it's completely Absolutely. different. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like it's not close at all. Um. Well, and you got some crime fighting. Yes. There's that. and Yeah, but that's not but, their job. Yeah, it's not their job, but like, it is it, something that features in the show. Um, it's another similarity, <laughs> I guess. Though. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, Gargoyles is set in Manhattan, um, and it's about um, this group of gargoyles who turn to stone in the day um, and come alive at night, um, and their friend, um, Alyssa Maza, who is a... Uh, uh, police detective, NYPD detective. Um, and they are kind of fighting against um, Xanatos, David Xanatos, who's like this rich mastermind. Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, this rich mastermind guy um, who uh, you would call a magnificent bastard is the trope. Um, mm. Always is one step ahead of everybody, at least. Um, and they're trying to get their castle back. Uh, Xanatos has brought a, like, medieval castle from like the year 900 um back to new york with him and reassembled it on top of a giant skyscraper um it, it seems to be the tallest building in new york because it it's has the tallest building in the world it. it yeah it goes over the clouds and actually so so the whole thing was um in like the near year 900 or something like that um vikings attacked their castle where they were supposed to be um you know, protecting the castle, right? And um, they were tricked. Um, half of their gargoyle clan was destroyed, and they were set under a curse that made them uh, stay as stone, like they never woke up, um, until the castle uh, rises above the clouds, which I think at the time was written as a, this will never happen right. um, kind of thing, like pig, when pigs fly sort of thing. Um, and then the so, yeah, strangely flew. attainable. I said fly. Uh, but yeah. Well, yeah. by you know, by the, um, those standards. So it was not. Yeah. So um, David Xanatos, 
brings the castle back with him because he wants to um, have the gargoyles wake up. Um, so he sets it atop his skyscraper in the middle of Manhattan. <laughs> um, now it is above the clouds and the gar- gargoyles wake up 1,000 years later. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the premise. They um, kind of find out Xanatos is not their friend. Um, and neither is uh, Goliath's old girlfriend, uh, now called Demona. Um, but maybe you can help us out on this, because so, Alex and I were watching it. And yeah. in the first five episodes, Xanatos mm-hmm. goes to jail. But yes. the castle is still on the building. <laughs> so they're just chilling yes. in this jailed man's uh, yeah, where do we, home is castle. Is that not an issue? Like, they, it's not a concern? That is an issue. Oh, it's okay. oh, it's an it's, issue. It's a very they, they much don't, an issue. They, they want to stay in the castle, but if the guy who wants to kill them or wants to use them for nefarious purposes or comes back to live yeah. there, then they can't stay there. Yes, and he does come back. He only goes to jail for six months. Um, because <laughs> they, Mis- misdemeanor corporate espionage. Yeah, because nice. A, he's he's rich, and B, um, he is only convicted on receiving stolen goods. Um, oh, yeah. He is Dis- Disney's lawyers got him off. Convicted on anything else. <laughs> yeah. um, Disney's lawyers are always oh, trying to get me what off. What the hell? Yeah. Take him up uh, on it, dude. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, yeah, so he does eventually come back, and they have to move out, and they're kind of forced to leave. Just convinced out. to leave by Elisa, because she's like, "You, you can't stay there. They're gonna kill you or something." And Goliath's like, "No, this is my home." Um, and eventually she gets them to stay in the clock tower above the um, police station. Oh, that's cool. Um, which is a pretty cool set. Um, you know, it's got the big clock tower face kind of thing. Oh, bye, Alex. Um, and, um, yeah, it's it's cool. It reminded me of, I don't know what the deal is with, like, people living in clock towers, but that's a, also a trope. They seem um, cool, but you can't be there. So the fantasy is to live there, I think. I guess yeah. That's just um, it. But living there yeah, would actually be um, horrible. I just want to live in that Mickey Mouse short clock cleaners. <laughs> there's, um, in, I think around the same time, the season of Power Rangers that was, no, it's like Power Rangers Time Force, th- their, like, headquarters is in, like, a clock tower or something. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and they also have an annoying little owl robot sidekick thing. Um, huh. But, uh, so did you yeah, have a lot so of experiences? That's, that's the thing. As a kid, do you watch? No. no. Nope. Oh. I wanted to. I wanted to is the thing. And um, you weren't allowed to, so or you couldn't. I wa- it, I didn't have Disney oh. Channel. Um, oh, what's on Disney? And we didn't have. I don't know that we had ABC Family either. Um, we had a very limited number of channels. We did not have channels in the hundreds um, or anything. And I think our cable provider at the time just didn't have a lot of stuff, so I never watched it. Or I couldn't figure out how TV channels worked, and I just never found it, um, which was a thing at at the time. I didn't realize what time slots were for TV, and I'm like, oh, this is on. I'm so lucky I caught that. I never, I don't know if I'll ever catch it again. Yeah, Instead surely of, it can't be on the same time next week. Yeah. Well, your brain doesn't work that way, you know. Like there I, yeah, may not even I'm trying to remember week. now our old childhood TV stations. I think we had Nickelodeon at sixty nine. And then what was Cartoon Network? Seventy mm-hmm. four. Cartoon Cartoon Network seventy. 70. It was oh, just really? like right oh, right next to each other. Right below it. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, I don't like. I don't think I had Disney Channel until like middle school. Um, but anyway, so my experience with this as a kid is I can remember very vividly, um, a, 
an ad that was on some of the VHS tapes I had, and I think specifically one of the Aladdin TV show VHS tapes that I had. Um, and it was kind of like the intro advertising, you know, the, the first, like, five-episode, you know, mm-hmm. compilation, I guess. Um, and it was like, Disney Gargoyles on ABC Family or whatever. And it was so dramatic, and it had that... Disney's Gargoyles on ABC Family. Yeah, it, it was so dramatic, and it looked so cool, and I always wanted to watch the show, and I just never could. And I think um, by the time I was aware of the fact that, oh, I could just, you know, find this show... I didn't have enough motivation to. I was like, yeah, you know what? I should watch that sometime. That would be really cool. And you know, I've heard, oh, it's really good, actually. It's not just another action kids cartoon show. It's actually really good. And so recently, um, in the newest World of Warcraft expansion, there is an area um, where there's a lot of like gargoyle characters. And they're really cool, actually. Their designs are really cool. Um, and uh, I was like, man, I'm getting real Gargoyles vibes off this. Maybe I should go watch some Gargoyles. I was just in the mood for that because I was in that area for Well, the a while. Gargoyles would so love the Shadowlands, I... right? Because it's never a day. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I didn't, no, I didn't mean to poke the wow bear. I'm sorry. Let's get into it. <laughs> Not you necessarily. It <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> uh, though there are places where it is mostly always okay. night, um, including the Gargoyle place. Which is actually the vampire place. Yeah, I'm surprised that there aren't anyway. vampires in this show. That was one of the, my like very first impressions with this. Is um, a lot of other mythical creatures do. Yeah, show I don't up. know if some might show up later. I I ended up watching the first ten episodes of this. Um, but yeah, so I I got a hankering to watch it. I stole Nick and Emily's Disney Plus, um, and I have been watching it. Um, yeah. How far are you now? And I wanted everybody yep. else to watch it. Uh, and she said 10 episodes in. Yeah, I'm 10 episodes in. I asked everybody else to play, uh, watch the first five because that's the um, like kind of opening, opening storyline, story line, yeah. which is actually pretty impressive for it to be like almost half of the first season um, yeah, for it, a kid's show. You'd think so, but then you check the second season and it's like 52 episodes. A million episodes. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. And when we um, were looking through, a lot of them seemed really out there, just constantly a new character name or... But I mean, like, I mean, like, just going from the first five episodes, like, they move really fast, and they have a lot to say, and they do a good job Mm -hmm. with it, I'd say. And even their one-shot episodes have a continuity into other episodes. Like, there's the, um, you know, guns are bad, or gun safety episode, and that's, like, a one-shot storyline, but, um, later on, uh, Alyssa is still injured. Like, she's on crutches, because, you know, she got shot. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, like everything actually continues into the next episode, whether it was a one-off storyline or not, um, which is awesome, I think, for a show of the time, um, because serialized shows like that weren't as common. They they were coming into, you know, being a thing at the time, but they weren't quite there yet, um, for animated shows. Yeah, I, I was kind of i thought that you did have a childhood affection for the show so i was kind of hoping to hear that i had a childhood affection for the trailer right yeah and um we'll get into that near the end of the episode with me but i i wish i'd watched it as a kid because you know i i was super into well, cam i mean maybe that's a good transition into your yeah impressions. Oh, I could, but you I know talk about it a little bit. yeah yeah so i yeah. it seems like um something that if i had known more about i would have been really interested in if i might be fabricated in this memory but i remember 
you know, like if I had seen it, I would have been like, oh, that's interesting. But I like Batman and this is not Batman. Like that's Disney's Batman. And I was like, eh, I'm not interested. But if I had watched it, um, maybe a little younger than when I was watching Batman, I probably would have really liked it. Like it seems, especially continuity Were you only allowed to watch one show? No, I just wasn't interested. It's not like I saw it <laughs> okay. and I was like, oh, no, I, I can't I only watch like it. Batman. Yeah, it's not like Batman I couldn't only. watch it. It's just that I didn't. Although Nick may be able to... Um... Did no, we, you didn't, um, we didn't have Channel, a Girl Girls right? VHS. Yeah. We did have the Disney Channel, uh, like, not, not at the time. We didn't get it right. until later on. Uh, but um, we had a VHS. I'm pretty sure it was an Aladdin VHS with the trailer for this on it that I thought was so cool. And it, we had the opportunity to rent it a couple of times at the video store, but there, you know, whatever, whatever else caught our eye was more yeah. important. Yeah. I kind of wish I had coming to this because it seems like it treats its continuity and story with a little more importance than um, a mm -hmm. lot of other kid, like quote unquote kids show. And it puts so much work in developing a world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I was, and they don't have to, like they're in Manhattan. Like, it's yeah, there exactly. already but then they go through and <laughs> they develop do like everything else wanted. too like you know all the characters what's happened in the thousand years you know where they came from all that yeah so i i did i did like this watching it or you know like experiencing this like time period or whatever but um it was impressive to me one of the most impressive things is that i was expecting to make fun of it for either how long it takes to establish its premise or how short it establishes like and now they're in new york like i kind of figured that would be in like the first episode but it does take the full five episodes it's really well paced to decide you know to show you what it wants to be like it mm -hmm. two episodes i think take place in scotland and then they get to new york and maybe the third or maybe even the fourth but um it's it's really well paced in establishing what it wants to be as a show like even xanatos is not revealed as a villain until probably like the fifth episode like you yeah. kind of get the vibe he, he really and... looks like a villain yeah you know he he's the like, villain but he doesn't do you know... anything that bad yeah. yeah yeah he doesn't he's uh he operates in the way that a real person might which is to be you know not to say oh i'll get yeah. those gargoyles but <laughs> instead like uh <laughs> Yes, he is good at lying to people yeah. and manipulating people in order to get what he mm -hmm. wants, and uh, he does that a lot. And it's 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 uh, of course having Jonathan Frakes helps a lot. I think his voice performance makes a big difference. But what's um, so in selling the character? As a, you know, now like twenty five year old, I'm like, okay, I know this guy's the villain because I've like you know saw the fucking theme song. Well, I've seen a story and, before. <laughs> yeah, and like, but I'm like, they live on his house. How can he be the villain if? They live there. <laughs> like I know they live on a yeah. a tall building for. I the gotta whole start show, paying rent to my enemy. Yeah, what like, the fuck it just is this? Sense. It's New York for you. My landlord is. Bad? I did um yeah, I did fall for uh one of the one of the uh, things I find funny uh is that I did fall for um Demona's uh, fake I turned good thing. I'm like oh hey, glad cool. to have you All on right, the team. That was great. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> yeah. Happy you're here. And uh, she's like, oh, my love, it's been, a, it's been a thousand years. I've missed you so much. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. They're they're back together. Huh. I wonder what happens to make her evil later. And then she's like, Psych. I I can't believe you. Uh, I was evil yeah, the whole exactly. time. <laughs> yeah. And actually, she's been like alive, it, like, awake for the whole thousand years, oh, too. Yeah, yeah. That's something that comes up in yeah. one of the later episodes. That's uh, a very interesting wrinkle to add to all of this. Like, oh, the gargoyles were asleep for a thousand years. It's like, 
Well, obviously, no one they knew from back then is still going to be around. It's like, well, well there's yeah, one I had kind of assumed they uh, were immortal, but you know, like, it, it's just it's, it was interesting yeah. that it didn't seem like they were because they're you know the eggs of their kids or whatever weren't around. But mm-hmm. I'm yeah, sure I mean, just they because come back. they live forever doesn't mean they can't make new ones of themselves. Um, I expect um, that at some point they're going to find the eggs again. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, what What's yeah. the main? But guy's I, I haven't name? got that part. Uh, Goliath. Goliath. So one yeah. thing I couldn't get over is I really love the character of Goliath because he is the most honorable person ever because as soon as he someone helps him, he's like, I owe you my life. And then he <laughs> yeah. gets betrayed like, you are a friend now. five times in the first five episodes by people he yeah. thinks. <laughs> he's like if he's like if Professor Xavier have, was following the Bushido yeah, code. Yeah, he's, he's like, like um... really strong and powerful and anytime because he gets saved a lot like he's about you know he turns the stone at night and someone could kill him or whatever smash the statue yeah he he gets into an extremely vulnerable it's like if every time you had to go to sleep you immediately did it wherever you were yeah and, and no that's not yeah you yeah <laughs> yep, yep, narcolepsy um, style. but there's like a betrayal like every other yes he's i um, love how girl. powerful he is and strong not just him but and, the other gargoyles too yeah but mostly him in that he Gets he, he immediately latches on with complete unabashed trust to whoever mm-hmm. he's with. Mm-hmm. Well, and the and like, story whoever is, doesn't the, kill him. The story is sets up that like he, despite all that, he still is the one that trusts humans and believes in them, even yes. though he's given, mm-hmm. given every reason he's not been to. Betrayed <laughs> by every single person he yeah. trusts in five episodes, and then he's like, I, I swear to God, in the first three, he says, "I owe you my life." three times <laughs> yeah it's so um, i funny. think it it kind of ends up that they're all kind of like the gargoyles are in this new world with nobody they trust and they're kind of desperate for people they trust i feel like yeah um especially demona comes back and try and tries to trick people yes. a few so other she times. comes back and, and he's like you are my wife i trust you forever <laughs> and then she yeah. betrays him <laughs> immediately yeah and then um what is, uh um red one is brooklyn brooklyn Right, so Brooklyn gets tricked by her later. Um, that was a really good episode. That was a good episode, a and you know immediately the way they, they solve the magic spell tricked, in that but... episode makes me laugh a lot. What? <laughs> the way they solve the magic spell solve? in that God, episode. That was actually of kind that. of dumb. I was like, really? That's how you're gonna do that? You're not gonna like give him the spell, <laughs> like, and then he can control himself? All right, so um, I want to pull the room on a... this. I, it, I really have not heard it spoken that much but do, do they pronounce it magus they pronounce it really weird in this show uh like yeah magus magus, magus or magus. magus i guess i don't remember and it might be different per yeah i i actor. just i don't hear that word said well, very no, often overall, out loud so i outside I, of this show yeah it, the way that they, they said it clanged but i don't know if, if it's just that i don't hear it spoken i would much. say it magus because magic like magic, yeah. yeah. But, but Magus sounds uh, more like a name. It I, sounds I, like it's spelled Magus, but it's not a name. It's it's a neither position. neither is Magus. Well, it okay. can also no, be that's a name, his like name. Chrono Trigger, and like a mage, yeah. like a magus, it mage magic, magic. Okay, 
So, so what did you think? So you really enjoyed the prem, the how quickly, or not how quickly, but how yeah. well paced the opening, uh, the opening is with them getting to New York and explaining to what the gargoyles are, what their weaknesses are, their their kind of culture, what they think of humans, what humans think of them, why they turn yeah, to stone. Yeah, all, all that, that works stuff. really well for me. My big problem with a lot of these shows is that like someone will have be too powerful or have no weaknesses. I love that in the first episode. They establish that someone swings a sword at him and he catches it. And it's like, oh shit, these guys are made of stone. It's like, no, he bleeds. And then the the attackers are like, oh, we can kill them. They are just kind of strong. I like that weakness element. Yeah. They're not just fucking uh, immune. But yeah, I, otherwise they'd be completely open. I don't like that they can just be shot and die, presumably. Like, it doesn't really sit well with me i like it um i I think it's because you know it's there's there's strong as like warriors but they're not like they're not superman they're not that's not their style that when they turn to stone they pretty much heal like Mm. mostly yeah um so they have like some amount of healing power yeah i think the first first two episodes work really well i like that whole scotland storyline I love that they I, I said to Alex when we were watching it today I was like oh man I hope there's a scene where they fly near a taxi and say what is this beast and then like <laughs> yeah and then like they you know it honks at them like that that should I eat that up yo I eat taxi that up for sure. like yeah the they, yo taxi they part. uh they catch on a, a, a lot faster than I was uh worried they would you know yeah. that they, they don't yeah. do the... alex mentioned that he hoped they uh, like put a... on a ninja turtles like cosplay like trench coat and yeah like pretend to be a man like that that's my favorite shit <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. uh if you if you if you guys stopped at episode five brooklyn uh does a bit where he's like i really want to ride a motorcycle i'm so excited yeah, to ride was... a motorcycle they basically put one together out of scrap and he goes to ride on one and he basically just puts on sunglasses uh he folds his wings to make it look like a jacket and uh, then has sunglasses and a helmet on. And then he's like hanging out with bikers and they're like getting along well. Then he takes the helmet off because his horns are poking uh-huh. through the helmet. And they're like, oh, shit, that's not <laughs> part of your helmet. You asshole. Why are you weird monster? Get away from us. It's like yeah. this. So that's the that's, equivalent to the tre- Ninja Turtles like. trench coat was, thing. That's like I, as close as you unfortunately, get. Unfortunately, I know it's stupid, but I want that out of this show. Is them exploring New York? Oh, yeah, that's like the cartoon York. thing. Like, yeah, that's yeah. good. They do those three: um, uh, Lexington, Brooklyn, and Broadway. Do get around. Well, a lot it seems like they're the one that have the antics, and then Goliath they is the one antics. who has all of the serious plots. Yeah, well, they they end up being and it's like that. Um, Brooklyn gets tricked by Demona via that happening because he gets mm-hmm. beaten up and attacked by the bikers. And she's like, look, the humans are just going to try to kill you. They hate I, us. We should kill I love them. that her her you plan know? is to kill all the humans. Like, that's such a funny, yes. like, plot. It's a lot of work. <laughs> There's only seven of you. I mean, and then she was... It is, a, it is like Magneto, but without the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, so I, Magneto I must, makes a I convincing argument. I was looking forward to watching this, but then Nick sent to our chat, um, Gargoyles is like if magneto and xavier used to date and i was like i'm in baby that's sign me (laughs) up because i'm hope i was selling it well enough because um uh, i already forgot his name again what's goliath 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 Goliath. wants to coexist with the humans and his Mm -hmm. wife wants to 
eradicate them because they are superior. Like, the gargoyles are superior to humanity. Why not wipe them out and start anew? Mm -hmm. And so that, Mm -hmm. like, premise really sells me on it. And I like that they wrestle with that, but especially because they used to... I think they, they move really fast from we used to basically be married to where enemies but you know who's who's the sick but this yeah i mean goliath struggled what are you gonna do after she's talking about a rough breakup yeah yeah. but yeah this was really fun i i was looking forward to it because i had heard it was good and i can tell how influential it was on people and it should have been because it is good quality you know kids show like that's just what it is Mm -hmm. it's like it's not too kiddie it's not too adult it's just a it's a good ass show I think if you're interested yeah. in this, check it out. Do you have a favorite moment from those five episodes we watched, Cam? Um, probably when Goliath gets betrayed for the fifth time and he's like, No, I trusted you. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> like the asshole. agonized howling caption that every, every time he did that, he would come on my screen. Oh, no, I he do have a I do have a favorite oh, moment. Yeah. Um, the... the um, the weird super soldier shield agents that fight the gargoyles. <laughs> like fucking Cobra so, Commandos. They're way better animated than everyone else on the show, and they move like water. Oh, they're water. actually really they, well. <laughs> actually, a, another guy comes on named Macbeth later on, who I think is like immortal himself. Um, I haven't gotten sure. into anything else with him, but um, yeah. So. He when he runs, he's very bouncy, like more bouncy than anyone else. And I don't understand like who was the character animator it seems for really... him and them versus the gargoyles. I thought like it was probably episode to episode. Maybe it got sent to a different. Anim- yeah, it or might be episode but... to episode. It could be storyboard the, artists. The animators were artists. like, finally, we can draw normal people. People <laughs> instead of these insane, like, complicated gargoyle. They men. move like cartoon characters, like these super soldier dudes. <laughs> yeah, with they Uzis. spent they too like... long making like Don Bluth films or something. It's fascinating the way that I wish I could describe it on the show, but those guys are so cool. It's and it's a like it's a, such a strange intersection. It's like the the Foot Clan come in to fight these fucking gargoyles, yeah, guns, but they're like so techno like cops with lady. guns. Yeah, they're dressed like Shield agents with like the bodysuit with the strap on, like gun and holster and shit. And the, my moment I'm glad of you the clarified show strap was on when gun holster. Yeah, I was trying to not emphasize strap on, but I think I, I landed on it too. Hard, but it's <laughs> <laughs> super soldier with the strap on. Um, it's weird they just have giant really dobos on the front of their. Yeah. He's got the strap. strap. I mean, like I keep that he's got a gun. Uh, Alyssa has like the under shoulder holster thing. Yeah, like a normal person. <laughs> no, um, it's very hot. But uh, there was a point where. Um, who was it, Alex, who karate chops a gun out of someone's hand? It's just animated. Yeah, I think that's Eliza. the detective lady, yeah. she No, it's um Osmandius or whatever that guy's name was. Xavier. Xavier. Oh, yeah. Normal <laughs> he, name. He... Ozymandias would, would be a good name. For he, him, like... Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> when he's fighting the guys, like, he apparently sent to rob himself or whatever. He, like... <laughs> uh-huh. Runs up to them and goes, huh. and he does the karate the chop time. animation is so funny. It looks like someone just slapping the back of your hand, and you yeah, like the like gun a, like a mom. Like don't don't touch I that. I wonder if that was done intentionally to make it look fake because he's not like he's faking it. Like his, the, those are his knows people. Karate yeah. though, like sure. you see him. It's the ancient disarming technique. Later on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, hold on. Seb, you got to tell me, does he catch a bullet later on? Uh, I haven't seen him. <laughs> he catches a bullet, bullet already. 
but I would expect him to. And he does get into a gargoyle. Yeah, that seems, that, that, that seems the, uh, great. Oh yeah. my god! Alex and I through the the later episodes, and there's some wild premises. Mm. But yeah, he yes. gets into. It. Oh man! Oh, last thing I'll say is I do love the idea of. I have these gargoyles, but they won't listen to me. I made metal gargoyles. <laughs> like, just why is this the ultimate design? That's the, that's the Metal Sonic it is, principle. It's the Metal Sonic. It's, it's so the cool. Uh, Mecha Godzilla. Like, it's just like this is my problem. He brings what them if back I had and they're this? better. Well, it, it it also it's like a, it's it, a cool. It's a cool yeah. creature that is, uh, you know, confounding me in some way. If I build a robot version of it, I'll have all its powers. But and presumably he had the plan to make the metal gargoyles before he had freed the normal gargoyles because he sent them <laughs> to go get the data to make them. It was just yeah, very yeah, funny. It's like he it was banking yeah. on well, them the not is, obeying after, him. After he, after he reveals that he's already met Demona... He knows that this. He, there's no idea in his head that the plan won't work, that the spell won't revive him. Because he's like, oh, I know there's at least one real right, gargoyle. Right, but you know, like, it, it's you framed know, as like, his contingency plan for the gargoyles not wanting to work for him. Yeah, uh, it seems like if, yeah. he, if the gargoyles liked him, then he wouldn't need the robots, right? Yeah, because he, he uses Demona to try to get Goliath and also the attackers yeah. on Goliath to try to get the gargoyles to work for him. But Goliath still doesn't want to do that. Right. So that's when he brings in the metal ones. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating he's, bit of He's plotting. always got a backup and plan. He's like, they're, and every time he's... They're made like, of metal, not is, stone. And then, like, they fly into the building and explode and die. He just punches it and, it and crashes yeah. into yeah. the like, yeah. This isn't much better at all. Well, I mean, if yeah. you crash your car into a stone wall, but neither of them are going to, like, stone, be fine. That's not necessarily worse, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Look, look, Fred Flintstone, I don't need to know what your car is made um, out of. Cam, but, yeah, I, the, show was, the show was good. Do you want to touch on the music? I know you, ha- you had oh, a lot yeah, to say I, about that. I kept complaining about the music because I, I love a... There's, a there's one song. <laughs> there's, like, two songs. They, I like a reprise. I like a, you know, like, oh, it's a theme song, but it's more a dramatic version or it's an uplifting version. They play the same song at least three times per episode. Like when it, when someone is falling or like winning or it's a problem. I get that it's it's the it, I don't falling, think it's even or a problem. the theme. I don't know if it's the theme song, but it's just like the the song of the gargoyles i can't really think of it because i just watched it like yeah, a couple hours ago but for, yeah. for a show where so much money is spent on every aspect of it i was a little disappointed that it didn't have an original animation for the theme song yeah it was just a clip show yeah the like, theme song kind of blows i, yeah. of I wish it was better i like the, the theme music's song, good but they no use i think much. the music for right. the theme song is yeah. good yeah. It's but no. like the clip it's just having it be a clip show is not it's not enough like that ad that you and that we all remember from the uh, VHS is what I thought the theme song for Gargoyles was, where it's like a spotlight, like a like a cop spotlight going over the word Gargoyles written in stone and claw marks appearing all over. Yeah, like, yeah that's a talking. cool theme song. I don't song. know like, why, why they would didn't you, use that. Why would you not? Maybe it's in the later seasons. <laughs> yeah, I bet they establish a better. Uh, yeah, I, I would hope so because yeah, that. absolutely. That because like. The Batman the Animated Series, right? It's hard to go back to that. And it's also hard to compare anything to that because it's, like, mm-hmm. it's the GOAT. Like, it's unbeatable. But, like, the original animation they have for that theme song is so iconic and just lives in your brain forever. Yeah. 
even yeah. though there's no lyrics to that theme song, you think of like all the little uh, orchestral flourishes when Batman leaps over the guy with the gun and throws the batarang to knock the guns out of both their hands. And when the blimp is looking down on them tied up at the end, I can hear every note of it in my head. Like, oh, yeah. it's just it's, so, I think it's, even it sticks though the with music you. is good in the theme song that we heard in the first five episodes, it's not as impactful as the music in Batman, the Enemy series. Cause there's no lyrics. Yeah, just to give an example, yeah, there there's are, no lyrics yeah. in Batman. I don't want them to have a DuckTales no. style yeah, theme where it's like, do 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 gargoyles, here's what we do with the danger of the gargoyles. You know, blah, 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 gargoyles, and then blah, 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 gargoyles, or something like, I don't know. I don't want no, a I think lyric should, song yeah. for this lyric. because I, I think they would have made You're it right. super but, corny. You know, like the X-Men 90s theme song. When there's trouble, you know who to call. Uh, yeah, I would be so off for that. I think that's the tone you want to hit. into a car. But yeah, the show was good. I I'm, <laughs> I am fascinated. I want to meet someone who grew up with this. And talk to them <laughs> yeah. About it, but unfortunately, none of them. I would love to so. hear more about this show secondhand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would. Uh, so, Alex, what did you think about it? Uh, that's my piece of uh, No, I, um, I, I <laughs> my it. biggest takeaway, I, I agree with a lot of what Kim said. I think this is fun. Um, I had wished we had gotten a chance to watch some of the, like, a random selection of these episodes, uh, kind of going off what Kim was saying. Like, mm-hmm. if someone had, who had grown up with this had said, like, here's five episodes that are really insane, like, or like the weirdest, kookiest premises, I would have probably had more fun with it. I like that they kind of, you know, the, like Nick said earlier in the episode, it's like this is was the extended pilot, right? This is like how they established the whole premise, yeah. and I get that. That's that's right, right. Disney Disney at the time had a had a system where they would uh, they would basically say, all right, we have confirmed that your series is in development. So what we're gonna do is we want you to make the first few episodes a continuous story that we can sell as a VHS. Like we right. want to be able to say, this is Gargoyles the movie, or this is, uh, you know, Ducktales the movie, or this is uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command the movie, mm-hmm. and even though it's just like a one, two or three episodes that work together that they can sell on one VHS, uh, and that that gets a little bit more money, and then you can roll that. Yeah, and I I think it does it it works well for setting up the premise. I think like for a show like this watching a sample size you know like five episodes i think personally i would have rather have watched five episodes that started from the status quo than seeing how they got to that um but you know like i i did still enjoy myself i i think i would have had a little bit more fun if it was a little bit more kooky like i i just scrolling through the rest of the episodes and seeing just the stupid, insane premises and being like, oh, yeah, all right, that seems like it rules. Like, absolutely. Yeah, we saw one that was the gargoyles turn to human and the humans turn to gargoyles, which I am yeah. dying. There to is one know. where Alyssa specifically turns into a gargoyle, yep. I think, because Demona is like, why does he love the human? Right. Maybe she won't, maybe he won't love her if. She's a gargoyle. Yeah, and, or and if like I was like a human, Nick mentioned or... with uh, the business guy going into a mecha gargoyle suit to fight the gargoyles, like mm-hmm. that rocks. Which is like that is my ideal end stage for literally any villain <laughs> in any yes. medium, game, TV show, film, whatever, is for them to get into like a like power armor mech suit it's, kind it of is deal the and fight the hero. Like, that is. It's the it's the Lex Luthor. That's the move. Like it's it's his but, move. Like yeah, that, that that was a more what I 
I would have liked, but you know, I can just watch more of the show if I want that. I, I, I liked how they set it up. I think it took a little bit to get there, but I, you know, I understand why they did the like extended yeah. there's, uh, sequence. Yeah. There's another character that comes in puck, um, later on. Um, who I don't know. Oh, Greg Wiseman loves Shakespeare. Oh my God. Macbeth so is a character later. That's insane. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Macbeth is in, in here. Um, puck, uh, shows up and he's a little bit more of a trickster type character so he might get yeah i wonder how on the nose the references are like like is macbeth gonna quote the play i like i or is it just a character um, with a name the, i believe there are the, the there are three witches that show up later that do remind me a lot of the uh the <laughs> it's just witches. it's funny if you're gonna name your characters after uh shakespeare it's like well do they have like a you know is that tie in thematically or is it just a nod yeah. It's interesting. Um, apparently, Goliath is a fan of Shakespeare now, that's, too. Oh, like, well, that's he, really meta. He's definitely... He's always doing the thinker pose. Like, he's obviously a big, giant nerd, right? The others are, are like, oh, man, TV? That's so fucking cool. Oh, my God. Right? Um, but then here's Goliath, like, sitting here reading Shakespeare and talking to them about it. And he's like... They're like, oh, yeah, this new author who, who lived 400 right, years ago yeah. or 300 maybe at the time. Uh, that's fun i wish they no, I, 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 I mean i'm sure they probably do but like i i think it would be interesting to get that like person out of time stuff like into the shell a little bit more i think probably the the old the oh, older yeah, gargoyle would probably do it more i, I could see that being his character um well but. so actually the younger gargoyles um you know the three gargoyles mm. um they actually get themselves into trouble or one of them lexington gets into trouble because he um they're watching a show called the pack which is about like these um, these characters who are like heroes and they always fight evil ninjas and they're so cool and they fight with honor and uh, for Cam this is like if Craven the Hunter had a TV show where he fought Power Rangers um, it's and then he still did his uh, hunting human beings for sport uh, on the side Cam cannot hear you um, I'm here I know I'm saying this for when he listens to the episode oh, okay. I agree uh, <laughs> or was agree. intrigued by that statement okay. Um, yeah, so, so there's, like, the pack, and apparently they're going to make an appearance at Madison Square Gardens, whatever, um, and so they go and see them, and they're like, oh, my, that's so cool, and they want to meet them, and they think that the TV show is real, um, but these people are actually insane and, and um, are anonymously hired by Xanatos to hunt down oh, the gargoyles. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so there's all that. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. I like their I think I like their antics a lot. I like I can see like them being the ki- the characters that I would connect with the most. Just like uh, you know, they're really uh, fun. Yeah, kooky guys who just love experiencing the ins and outs of the human world is is a fun mm-hmm. like that's a fun character gimmick. It's like not it it's not super original, but it's pretty fun like throughout. Um, yeah, and I like them because they're not left behind either in the plot. They have their own character. Yeah, and they and get to fight a little bit too, even yeah, though they're and, uh, in, more inexperienced. Broadway accidentally shoots Alyssa oh, no. um, with her own gun after <laughs> trying to play with it. That's the gun safety episode. I was confused about the like uh, the um, dog gargoyle. Just the idea that it's Bronx. like a. Yeah, it's like a Bronx, it's a Pluto yeah. Mickey situation. Cam was saying, and I like I. Yeah. It's a lot less complicated than Pluto. Yeah, Mickey, I don't know. I it's it's <laughs> just though. It's like having a because there's somebody you could ask about it. it. Don't you think? Because there's the same. I think that he's a different kind. He of doesn't girl. have it's the like wings. having a different kind of human as a. Uh oh. Like an <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yes, that would be like fucked up. As a like a baby. <laughs> That's weird. Um, yeah, I liked the I liked Bronx. I think he was cool, but it is I do feel it was a goofo a goofo pluty situation. Yeah, it is a little He's the only one who's like that. I don't think we saw any other like him even in the castle when there were more gargoyles. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. I, this was interesting. I uh, this is definitely like a the kind of thing I probably would not have watched when it was contemporary. I don't think I had Disney Channel when this was on, um, but uh, I like th- this definitely probably hit a certain demographic of kids. But I might have been a little bit outside that. Uh, this was still very fun. Uh, I'm glad that I checked yeah. it out. But uh, um, we were all pretty young when it was airing. Like. Yeah, I'm surprised I had never seen a second of this, though. Truly. Like, I didn't not yeah, even know what this was about uh, prior to watching it. Um, I was... The, the most surprising thing to me, sitting down and actually watching, you know, the first five episodes of this, was how not Disney it felt. Like, it, obviously, it's, it, their, it's their reaction to the more serious cartoons of the time. But it definitely does not feel like anything Disney I had seen in that era. And I've been revisiting a lot yeah, of that recently. Darker. Because um, Blank Check yeah. is doing the Disney Renaissance, uh, but those are their films, obviously. Though I think with some of the stuff that was going on with their TV shows at the time, like some of the Aladdin um, episodes weren't necessarily dark, but were a little bit more like actiony, um, sort of like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, again, then you have like Mosenrath, who's like this sorcerer who like sacrificed his hand. For his magic powers and yes, he suffers. Yes, um, yes. But, uh, so yeah, n- no, there was like a lot of that going on at the time, and there's definitely a bit of a of the Disney style kind of injected. Yeah, I think I think you notice it the most this. on those on the like three sidekick gargoyles. I think that they they yeah. feel like more Disney e designs than um, Goliath and uh, yeah the other the other I, female gargoyle. Uh, at first, I wasn't so sure about them, but I really grew to love those designs yeah. over time. Yeah. Like, especially how, like, they all have different wings. Yeah. Like, um, Lexington's wings are the underarm kind. Like, he's got more wings like a like a bat yeah. where they're, like, connected to his arms. And the other, uh, the other two, Brooklyn and um, Brooklyn and Broadway, uh, they have, like, kind of regular, like, the, the wings, wings that you would normally mm-hmm. have. Like, yeah, they have, you know, wings coming uh, out of their backs. Uh, like, the, the physically, they have the differences as well as, uh, you know, personality and... Uh, Everything just gives you a little bit more of a feeling that, hey, there are very different yeah. kinds of well, uh, yeah, I was kind of afraid those guys were going to turn into the ones from Hunchback, which came out around oh, the same wow. time in A lot of gargoyle content. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm happy great. that they, they didn't get they didn't get really wacky. Yeah. Like, that was uh, there was a really sweet moment at the beginning of that um, the, that gun episode that uh, uh, Seth was talking mm-hmm. about, where um, Broadway goes, like, they, they wake up. Like out of their stone, and Broadway's immediately like, "Well, see you guys later." And he leaves. Is they're like, "Oh, he's going to see a movie. We saw it earlier, and it was really good." And uh, he's like, "Oh, he must really like it. He didn't even eat any dinner." And it's like, that's a very like. It was like it just a. It stood out to me as a moment, like it come like with through everything else. Like I've only known this character for five episodes, and I'm like, "Huh, that is weird." Well, yeah, you know, it is weird that he's every not, other you know, scene he's been in, he's been eating. Like he care he care. <laughs> He cares about more than one um, thing. Yeah. Nice. No, he really... does end up at the movie theater, like, <laughs> downing, like, entire buckets of popcorn. 
Well, yeah, but so did you. Oh! So <laughs> um, one more point on yeah. on the physiology. Um, I really like the design choice that their um, their wings can become like a cowl. Like they just uh, like wrap it around their yeah, neck. So like good. You showed yeah. those yeah. two sketches in a in a room in a pitch room, and your your show is getting made. Like, yeah, they have wings, and then the wings are. Tape. It's <laughs> yeah, like, it's sold. such like, a great design cool. choice. And it keeps them out things. of the way, too. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have to keep drawing the wings. Um, you don't have like, to worry but, about, oh, how yeah. did he get through this doorway because he had two giant wings off of it? It's like, no, yeah. it turns into a cape, and it's sick as hell. So like, Cl- Closing thoughts, yeah. though. I, yeah, I had fun with this. I It was not the type of show I would have watched, but I did enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Cool to see a Disney take right. on this kind of show. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I've already uh, talked a little bit in everyone else's impressions, but I, I had a great time with this show. Uh, the main thing that stood out to me was the incredible voice performances. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, it's it's a cartoon, especially for Disney. You can phone it in. It's allowed. Like, it's it certainly is a thing that you could do and still collect that paycheck. And, like, they would let, let you do it, especially the, the voice talent they have here. Like, Jonathan Frakes uh, post Star Trek Next Generation, like, can just collect the check. It'll be fine. But he doesn't. He decides to turn in a great performance as a, like, you know, scheming, conniving worm Xanatos. Uh, and uh, Keith David oh, as Goliath. Incredible. Oh, my God. I mean, Keith David's voice yeah. is incredible no matter what. But his performance his is really, really good. His agonizing howls are very good. Oh, is that the one yeah. the It is not my decision to decide the fate of our entire race and what happens to the humans oh no i will trust you with my life forever (laughs) (laughs) what happened to the eggs in the the rookery what they were eaten one by one betrayed me what about all my friends i I trusted were they all smashed yeah good rookery content i don't hear that word too often yeah yeah um very uh i was surprised i knew the show took place in uh you know modern day at the time new york so i was very surprised when the opening after like 10 seconds of uh what's strong enough to make claw marks in solid stone and like like after that one scene immediately a thousand years ago like we're going right there i was so happy i was so uh, it was it was like a really they did a great job with that uh, and that whole scene, that whole opening scene of the castle being raided by Clancy Brown as a Viking, yeah. no less, he's, who's so good. I think good. he plays one of the people uh, in the pack later, the wolf. I was he, does, so. he does, I it's, he does. So, it was back. so distracting. Yeah. It was so distracting that he came back as a as another character. Uh, just like in the scene with all the, the there's a bunch of punks who are going to rough, who are going to rough up uh somebody whose car yeah, breaks down and uh, one of them is voiced by keith david i'm like that's so distracting goliath's <laughs> like in this scene like just, <laughs> you can't have another keith david it's like when uh uh dan castellaneta voices an incidental character on the simpsons it's like, Homer's <laughs> right there you can't have him do that i mean on rick and morty like uh, the same guy voices every single character so. I think that's a, it, that's an intentional. intentional. Justin Roiland yeah, just Roiland does everything. Does, 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 does everything. Rick and Morty. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, so Clancy Brown is a Viking. Uh, falls prey to the classic ghosts and goblins thing of trying to uh, swing your sword at someone who can stay out of your range the entire time and gets his <laughs> ass kicked by gargoyles but he draws blood so he's like yelling to his men like they're not invincible we can still kill them. So cool. And uh, they, you know, they get betrayed by the people in the castle. 
this this whole story, this tragedy of how they get turned to stone for a thousand years, and how once they wake up, they re- they find out that basically everyone betrayed them at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Uh, Demona was trying to get them to leave so that the gargoyles could control the castle because the humans don't want the castle. They just want the treasure, which the gargoyles don't give a shit about. All the eggs and all the rest of the gargoyles would have been fine if Goliath had simply fallen for the obvious trap instead of the less (laughs) obvious trap. Yeah. Like, uh, the obvious trap of take all the gargoyles and go over here to eradicate these humans that you don't actually want to kill anyway. He's like, hmm... Okay, but just me and Hudson. The other, the other ones aren't going yet. Uh, everyone else stay here and get slaughtered. Uh, and um, they go, they fall for the bait, and they're too late to come back. So they get, you know, turned to stone when the sun rises. And then the Viking, who, like, had previously made a deal to not smash all the gargoyles as statues because that he was let into the castle by an insider, is like... Oh no, I saw what those guys did to me when they woke up. And he just starts going to town like with a mace, smashing all the gargoyle yeah. statues he's, he can. It's great. It's like a very, like, it, I don't know, it feels like a smarter thing than you would expect from a kid's cartoon yeah, villain. Yeah, it's very dude. impactful because Which he is, gets stopped from destroying the gargoyle while it's stone. And you're like, oh, okay, this guy's going to come back. And then yeah, and he ends up getting to do it anyway. And you're like, oh, fuck, that yeah. gargoyle is dead. Like, that's done. Because yeah. this guy was smart and made the right decision in from his perspective, you know, like stopping the enemy mm-hmm. before yada yada. But it's it's cool to see someone do something smart like Nick was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that's a, a common a running theme in this show is that the villains were doing smart things like, you know, lying to and tricking people and trying to get on their good side and doing things that were advantageous to them. It doesn't just feel like, you know, fucking... Uh, I'm just I, my go-to example is Skeletor. I don't even watch He-Man, so I, don't, I can't think of a good. Uh, he's not very smart. <laughs> it it doesn't it doesn't feel like Shredder uh, getting all of the Ninja Turtles to eat at the pizzeria <laughs> that he made, and not just poisoning them. Yeah. Like he like. No, yeah, and even even when um, <laughs> yeah he when something goes wrong yeah. with his plan, Xanatos like Owen's like oh. It's so sad that uh, your plan did not go as planned. And Xanatos is like, I wouldn't say that. And, you know, he, he always yeah, has like a backup or like, something he got out of it that he doesn't. Yeah, he, he doesn't do something unless there's no way for it to go badly yeah. for him. Like, like it might not go like, best, but it can't go yeah. wrong. Yeah, because he's like, you know, I uh, I pit these two people against each other and if uh one of them loses or they both die it's like hey that's great or if one of them wears out the other that's great but what i really wanted was to know how strong they were so that i could figure out what i need to do if either of them are my enemies in the Mm. future or you know all this stuff um and to answer your question cam there is an old uh ninja turtles episode where shredder does uh, have a pizza place to trap the ninja turtles in there but then once he has them in there, he just like attacks yeah, them with the regular footages. Like that FDA never works. If, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. If they're if they're if the, if the Ninja Turtles are already eating your pizza, you then you've em. won. You you, you could have just poisoned them. They're radioactive and been done with Ninja Turtles, so I don't know that the poison would. Have I think hey, listen, animals as can't as... eat lie or whatever. Like you you can poison a turtle. Yeah. Wait, tell the animals um. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um. There are uh, yeah, so I love the the villains, the uh, the um, the Demona Goliath uh, dynamic is really good uh, because it is just the Xavier, um, the Xavier and uh, Magneto dynamic. 
Uh, but the thing, the difference between them is that Demona, Demona has lots of credible examples to prove why humans are bad, but she is constantly betraying Goliath just as much. So she is not like a good person to be making this argument. Well, Alex brought it up. Whereas, like, it, watching it is she wants to kill the gargoyles and then kill the humans. So who's, no, she wants to. She wants convince. She the wants the gargoyles. Well, she was, on, but she was ready to kill them. Control the Goliath if if that means she can. Yeah. She's mostly just pissed at Goliath that she's like, it's been a thousand years. I've been waiting for you to wake up. You wake up and the first thing you say is, hmm, humans aren't so bad. It's like, they did this but, to you. Why can't you see this? I don't this? want to I'm be so cinema sins over here. She grabs let's a... say the gargoyles disagree. She has to kill the gargoyles. and mm-hmm. But she wants gargoyles to be the superior being. So she has to kill every human mm-hmm. on Earth. And then it's just her. She's the only <laughs> person on Earth. That's right. That's her I don't end think game. she wants to kill. She wants a genocide. I think she mostly wants to rule over them. Like she's like, we are the superior okay. race, and we, you let them walk all yeah. over us. That's like that's the problem. Like you know, Goliath is always like, well, we should stay out of their sight and not interfere with their world. And Demona's like, yeah. why? And they I hate you. I don't think you. what Demona wants <laughs> they... in the end is ever going to happen anyway. Not just because that's not realistic, but because Xanatos is probably controlling her pretty thoroughly you know oh it's uh, in terms of like who is a who has the upper hand in every interaction between well them, it's, it's funny that she yes. wants to get rid of all the humans like, but she's working for one that's fascinating that, yeah play. that's the bottom line is what's confusing yeah she's like he's uh, it's the funny only that one you participate can... in society yet you have an iphone <laughs> venezuela <laughs> god Jesus. we should eliminate humans somewhat <laughs> uh, anyway uh, um i i i i really enjoyed this uh i had a huge uh pop-off when the door opened in xanatos's office and fucking metal sonic yeah. oh, yeah. walked out <laughs> yeah, i yeah. that was not the direction i was expecting the episode it to rolls. take because they had already had the they they had already had the silhouette of uh demona in there i'm like oh that's going to be like, that's going to be what the next episode mm-hmm. is about. Like, that's, like, you know, just having Demona come back and, like, acclimate to, you know, the future or talk to Goliath again and be like, what's changed in all these years? Like, that could be the whole next episode. And then when they don't get along, that could be the fight or uh, Xanatos could shoot a laser gun at them or something. Like, I don't know what I expected, but fully grown robot Goliaths with laser cannons on their arms <laughs> is not what I was expecting yeah. at all. And I was very happy with it. That's good. Yeah, uh, it's it's good in about every way that a cartoon can be good, and I I liked it a lot. I I watched a bunch more episodes after uh, I had finished the first five that uh, Seb wanted us to watch, and I am going to go back for more later. I might go back for more tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for bringing this yeah, uh, forward to us, Seb. Back. I had a great time with yeah. it. Um, I guess I'll I'll brush over some of my like I already talked yeah, a little bit, do. but didn't do a formal. Um, in, mm-hmm. in impression on this show um, we call it a retaliation I think here's mm-hmm. my retaliation <laughs> um, you guys should all hate Hold the it. show um, no um, so yeah um, nobody really talked about Alyssa too much um, and she oh yeah I should have because I actually liked her she's um, she reminds me she's a lot cool. of uh, Renee Montoya uh, who, who is a, a character created for Batman the animated series but doesn't really show up until the comics way later yeah. on uh, which makes me – this, of course, might be a backwards thing where this character influenced the right. one that I think yeah. of. Uh, now, 
um, Alyssa, she she does a good job of uh, one. You can tell that she's ob- like ab- after scene one where she's like weirded out by the giant gargoyle. She's like immediately attracted yeah. to him. Oh yeah, and he's immediately like, attracted it's, to her. It's, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, like, who could, you know, uh, everyone wants a monster boy. big gargoyle titty. That's a um, um, Lindsay yeah. Ellis video, right? Is, yeah, uh, shelf titty. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she, she shows up. And what I like about her is um, she's not just the lens through which we see the gargoyles. Because the gargoyles are also the lens through yeah, which yeah. we see the world, like Manhattan and everything. Um, whereas, I think, uh, April from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tends to be more of a sidekick like add-on sort of mm-hmm. thing um yeah it depends on the the version yeah. but it's definitely it's a different kind of relationship to them it doesn't just feel stolen from yeah she's else, actively you know? participating like you obviously need to have the human viewpoint character or the human ally but she's got her own thing going yeah. on like she she's actively participating in the gargoyles lives she's trying to help them she scouts out a place for them to stay you know she tries to you know, be involved in the decision-making. And she can actually fight, and they show her fighting. Um, even though she does get shot um, at one point, um, which is kind of like, eh, you know, like, oh, you put the girl character out of commission. She's um, the human character. It's fine, she recovers. Yeah, she is human, and she is vulnerable, yeah. um, just like the gargoyles. Um, but, uh, and it also kind of shows, oh, we're not afraid to shoot her, and there's blood. There is blood. They shot her, and there was blood. Wow. Um and she went to the hospital, and she almost died. She almost flatlined. Well, she did flatline, all that. Um, but uh, so yeah, there's all that. Um, and it wasn't even that the villain shot her; it was that Broadway shot her by accident in the gun. That makes it episode. better, I feel, because yeah. then it's more um, real, like something that could happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, they end up blaming somebody else um, at first because she was involved in this other investigation on the side. Um, but it ends up it was Broadway, and he ends up, you know, admitting it so that they don't kill the guy. Um, though he still gets arrested because he was involved in, like, some other uh, uh, weapon trafficking thing, um, which was also connected to Xanatos. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's all that. Like, I, I really love that she's actually an active character and not a passive character in this. She's not a reporter who's just watching them or anything. She's a detective who is involved with them and she's also um poc which at the time uh, you know like he was in the 90s so we were getting a, a bit more of that but it was just you know encouraging to see that that um she's mixed race or i'm assuming mixed race her dad looked white but her mom and her brother mm. were obviously black um, they they give her like a real uh they give her like a real ethnicity as opposed to just having her be Kind of yeah, ambiguously. Not white. Oh, she could be Latina. Yeah. She could be black. She could be, you know, Italian. But you know, even whatever. that helps normalize it amongst kids watching the show. It's like, oh, that person looks different than me, but yeah. it doesn't matter. And she's a cop, and she's successful. You know, yeah. she's. I think she's yeah. got like a fucking uh, penthouse. <laughs> um, half African American, half Native. American. Oh, Native. Okay, her Very dad's cool. Native. Okay, um, I didn't. I yeah. See, that's the ambi- ambiguous part. Um, so. Um, yeah, I really liked that about her. Um, I think she's a really good character. And she's also got a really cool outfit. She's got this really awesome, like, red leather jacket she wears all the time. And I would totally do a cosplay of her um, if I was black. <laughs> um, because I don't really think I should do that. And um, if we were able to go outside. And if we were able to go outside. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely do, like, her outfit. Um, but I would Yeah, you could just I, wear I that around. 
I could just wear the outfit. Well, uh, I mean, I'm working on uh, I'm working on making my uh, seven foot tall Goliath wings. So I mean, we'll we'll okay. work this out you for next stop convention wearing a in two years. The supermarket, you can't do it. It's, no. it's not allowed. They don't like that. <laughs> Stop <laughs> anguishly screaming. This loincloth <laughs> is my home. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I really, really enjoyed that about her. Um, and then she gets, like, other things, like, her own stuff going on. It's not all about the gargoyles. Like, then she gets the partner assigned. Of course she does, because she's a cop, nice, and they nice, always nice. have to have that arc. Um, so she gets, like, some nerdy redheaded stupid guy i mean he's not stupid but we know he's not gonna be great he's for her stupid. um he's stupid and he's probably gonna be under xanatos's thumb but i've only seen one episode with him and nothing really got uh very far with him so far i like the uh, idea of late bringing in a, an outsider i think that's good yeah yeah um you know and I like that it's not just they established the show and this is the way the show is going to be. It evolves over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's all that. And and um, I did agree with Cam. I think they should have more tracks than the opening theme and 90s synth flute. Um, <laughs> oh, whenever which... the pan flute came in, in my brain, I was like, oh, pan flute. Like, it was, it's only I actually for a like brief the pan moment flute. that you get to hear it. <laughs> Like they really yeah, I, pepper I like it in. That. Like you don't. They get have to that a lot in hypnospace. Um, they use it a lot. <laughs> yes, like. a lot of pan uh, in hypnospace. Yeah, um, I I do like the tracks, but I do wish they had a few more tracks that they used. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll add more in the later seasons. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm super glad I finally got to watch this. Um, one of the channels I watch on YouTube, um, Overly Sarcastic Productions, who I've linked a few times. And you know what I've noticed about the podcast is a lot of the time, I don't know if it's just because we're noticing things more, but I feel like a lot of the time we'll do a thing and then somebody we follow will do the thing pretty much at the same time. It's truly wild. Like when we did the Pikmin yeah. episode, I sent immediately the the Yeti did Pikmin shirts like two weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. also immediately those, um, the Pikmin like fan game guys came out with their trailer. Yeah. Um, we're we're all on the same. It might have just been because Pikmin just in. came out, or on Switch. Um, yes. Oh yeah. That's we're tapped that's into the the, uh, the LCL. We're tapped into yeah. the uh, the collective. We're all thinking and on Twitter. That's the problem. That's right. Yeah. Um, there's been a few other things that have happened to relate, like kind of like that. But yep, yep. Um, OSP, like a couple days ago, came out with a video about the magnificent bastard trope. Um, so one of the people on the channel does these trope talks where she explains a trope in media and gives examples mm-hmm. and all that and why this trope is useful or when this is overused. I, re- I really like those videos. So she did Magnificent Bastard and Gargoyles featured very heavily in it because of Xanatos, uh, mm-hmm. which is why I called him um, a Magnificent Bastard before. And she also comes up with the um, the alternate name um, Charismaniac. Um, oh, that's which is so an evil good. person with a lot of charisma. I'm going to change that's my cute. fucking PSN right now. Charismaniac. XX, um, Charismaniac, XX. Yeah. That's good. Xanatos is such a <laughs> cool character. He's he's hot. Love he's, him. He's great. He's smart. He's... <laughs> You're into the ponytail thing? Yes. Yeah. I, All right. I'm not, I, um, I even <laughs> like his facial hair. I'm not the guy to ask. No. Um, what? Wear a ponytail? Grow a ponytail, Nick. I, I, I don't even think I can. You don't think you can? That's not how my hair grows. Repercussions of Nick growing a ponytail would be dangerous. <laughs> Danger. 
danger. Yeah. It would probably be dangerous at work. Uh, yes, uh, but let's see. Yeah, a lot of spinning on. gears in the um, clock tower. Well, that's it. I'm glad to talk uh, cargoyles with you guys. That was an interesting mm-hmm. well, thanks show. thanks for cutting me off. Do you want to say more? You were talking yeah. about YouTube um, viewing. <laughs> I had another comment that I agreed with you on, and I can't remember. Uh, must not have been that good. <laughs> anyway thanks for um, watching this the you, gargoyles you're welcome. tv show if you would like your Disney. if you would like your the own ABC episode family. on something you vaguely remember from a vhs 20 years ago <laughs> you can send it to us at please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com we also take all kinds of question and comments like for example this huh? email from a friend of the show dominic oh wow so <clears throat> Dominic says, uh, this, the header of this email is Splooge McFuck. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dominic says, hey guys, really enjoyed the cosplay episode this week. Just wanted to confirm that it was, in fact, Haley that initiated the Splooge McFuck <laughs> insults being yes, hurled yes, at yes, Nick all I weekend. <laughs> wow. Hoping to one day walk the con floor with you guys again and throw more unwarranted insults at Nick's cosplays. Love, Dom. <laughs> Now, with this, he has sent two pictures, two lovely pictures, one of himself as Clark Kent and Cam as Brett from Alien, uh, and one of myself as Geese Howard and uh, uh, Haley as Ochako from uh, My Hero Academia. Very, some fun, fun pictures. Uh, Uh, Good times. Uh, Seems like a million Mm. years ago now, but uh, it was, I was very happy to read that. Thank you, Dom, for sending that in. (laughs) Uh, always enjoy uh to yeah, yeah just exactly. that down, story so. if you didn't hear it <laughs> if you didn't hear it uh that that is a story from our uh making a prop episode which uh, came out a couple weeks ago highly recommend i think that's one of the best things we've done in a while oh yeah not Nick's that our episode was bad, the best one we've very done high in a while. Oh, yeah, I now he says it i hear it <laughs> but we got to hear the story about uh about the um about the uh, the Blade Runner zone, oh, <laughs> the Blade Runner laser disc zone. Anecdote, yes, <laughs> yeah. it's so good though. <laughs> I've heard that story a bunch of times. I paid ten dollars to go know. to a stupid party. Ten dollars I found. <laughs> yeah, it was free. <laughs> free baby. Also, I think the hardest laugh in that video was um, uh, Seb's one-off comments about the nostalgia critic <laughs> about how you embarrassed him <laughs> in front of him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Oh, that, so that got that got the hardest laugh for me. I'm looking at the, the picture. Anyway, now, that was a really good... funny to see Nick dressed as Geese Howard wearing a um, lanyard with Rick from uh, Walking Dead on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in the in the before. Check out our episode uh, last week. Anyway, two weeks ago. Oh, uh, two weeks two ago. Weeks. Yeah, we got we got um we got a uh, one more email. Uh, this one says episode Thank suggestion. You. Uh, this one says, hey, PD, PDL, TTYL, DOI, I would love it if you guys did an episode on the 1997 movie Flubber. I have never seen it, but I believe there was a trailer for it on my Toy Story VHS, and it was really fun. Looking forward to it. Love the show. Cam! Uh, <laughs> so is this just suggesting your yeah, own episode for next week? Oh. <laughs> we should just watch the sequel. I heard it was much better. <laughs> Flubber 2. Yeah, Flubber 2. This <laughs> airing at my wedding party from our baby soda episode. Check out <laughs> our, our baby soda. Cookout baby soda. So, yeah, I, I I am looking forward to I like the idea of us all picking stuff that we vaguely remember as advertisements on VHS. Yeah, so this, this came about as I want I, – when I send gifts to people over social media – 
I have gravitated towards the flubber gif where he's dancing around because that was in the trailer for <laughs> yeah, the it was fun. Of yeah. Toy Story. I loved it, and I've never seen the movie, but the gif yeah, is we, fun. Any like vaguely humanoid shaped like water thing is flubber, even though we've never seen flubber. Yeah, and as Alex mentioned, I did you refer to the final boss of Pikmin three <laughs> as flubber last week? I have flubber. We also on the referred brain. to like the steamroller flubber guy as flubber. Yeah. So, Flubber is obviously in the back of my mind at all times, and I think it should be an episode, and I was talking about it with someone, and they said, you should do it for the podcast, and I was like, oh, I'll email them and see if they could, and they were like, you're on the show, you could just do it, (laughs) I was like, no, it's funnier to send an email as a host. It is is funnier to send us an email for something I'm trying to double dip on the show. I'm going to get my own. I'm next week, but I want to also. Yeah, you're next week. And speaking of double dipping, this is a very indulgent Cam uh, episode topic, is it not? Why don't you tell us what you're doing next um, week? A couple years ago, Spider-Man on PS4 came out, and I think it was I think it was called Spider Man PS4. Who cares? But it, it was yeah Marvel's, Marvel's Spider Man's PS4. Spider Man's PS4. But it was an incredible game, and I was I bought a whole console PS4 to play Spider-Man. it because they had the special Spider Man edition. Nick was moving out at the time; it was perfect timing. But um, I really, really, really loved the game. Cam convinced me to move out so that he yeah, had I was like, you gotta go. I gotta buy another PS4. We can't me. Um, but, okay. <laughs> uh, so I really, really, really love the game. It's a completely, um, perfect Spider-Man game and it works really well, even though it's cribbing a lot from Arkham Asylum and other open world games at the time. I just want to swing around New York as Spider-Man. And then recently with the launch of the PS5, um, Spider-Man Miles Morales came out and I at the time was worried i wouldn't be able to play it because i didn't have a ps5 but it turns out it's on ps4 and both alex and nick graciously got it for me on ps4 and i played it and i completely loved it because it's new york in the snow playing as miles morales who i a character i love and design wise is incredible and story wise with spider-man ps4 not being a new york is coming up a lot in this loop huh Gargoyles, we were talking about Comic-Con in yeah, my a lot episode. Of New York. Oh, yeah, oh, Pikmin 3, they go to New York. Yeah, sure. Who cares? Uh, I mean, you can't prove it's not. You can't. Yeah, there's no way to say no. But I really, really, really loved Spider-Man Miles Morales. So this week we're playing Spider-Man 2 for GameCube instead. And uh, I really love... This is the genesis of my love for Spider-Man video games. Is Spider-Man 2 was just at the time my perfect video game like they made so many of the right decisions and i still completely stand by every decision they made with the hardware they were using but um we will be doing this in the year 2021 so we'll see how well it goes we're we're gonna emulate it we're gonna play it on gamecube despite Uh, i'm gonna play it in virtual reality uh... alex is gonna play it in vr (laughs) we'll see how that goes play it I do think it is still a perfect game, and I'm, I think that we could get what I want out of the show by just dicking around in open world, but I'd like you guys to also do some story missions and stuff, because I think they're hilarious and innovative, and the upgrade system is really fun, the Tobey Maguire voiceover is really fun funny and not like it's, the movie it's, at it's all. It's a guy doing a Tobey Maguire it impression. Him? It's I, not actually Tobey Maguire. It, 
it's funny because he's doing an impression of Tobey Maguire if he had yeah, to. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's do like Tobey Maguire. Like he has the to actor. do it. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's doing an impression of Tobey Maguire if Tobey Maguire was like really tall. <laughs> yeah, he's like swing through these which circles is like, or whatever. I don't care. It's a video game. And like that's the audio in the game. <laughs> it's very... That rule. And then Mysterio is there. Like they hypothesize on like what it would be like if this comic book character was taken into a video game. But this is... It, we'll get into it in the episode. But I, I truly love this game. And Spider-Man PS4 took that concept and completely improved upon it but we're not doing that we're doing spider-man 2 so it'll be fun hell yeah all right yeah looking forward to that so next week we'll be swinging through new york uh and we gotta end this real quick because the sun is rising and it's gonna cut us off mid-sentence so we'll see you all next week smash us with the big rock and then we're dead forever yeah i know I know. It's a good thing we're on this tall building where there's no people it's with maces to smash us. Anyone could smash us with a big rock while we sleep, and we'd be dead forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Regardless. Uh, I know. Oh, I, no! I it doesn't really matter whether or not we turn to stone. While we're sleeping, we could potentially be killed with a big rock. Fuck! <laughs>